1: Good Friday morning, everybody, and welcome back to ChairShot Radio. My name is PC Tunney. You can follow me at PC Tunney right there on the Twitter or Facebook. Make sure you're checking out at ChairShot Media as well across social platforms. We got you covered for everything on thechairshot.com, where we encourage you to always use your head. You're listening to ChairShot Radio right now on ChairShot Radio Network, found all over your favorite streaming platforms. Let me remind you one last thing. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot, pick yourself up a t-shirt, makes a great gift as well. Happy Pre-Kend, it's Friday, we're here, you made it. As June continues to heat up, so do the NBA playoffs. We got some golf going on in Southern California with a little bit of importance to it. There are now seven NBA coaching vacancies, and I want to tell you about a little game called Holy Moly. Folks, let's get it on. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Well, the Milwaukee Bucks come out, attack the rim, win game six, and force a game seven for Saturday in Brooklyn. It is basically a pick 'em right now in Vegas. I think the Bucks are minus one for an NBA game. That's about as close as you're going to get to a pick 'em in any sport. But like I said, the difference was not shooting, it was not rebounding, it wasn't three-point shots, it was the free-throw line, and the Bucs got there a number of times more than the Brooklyn Nets. They can continue to play that brand of basketball. I don't see why they shouldn't win Game 7. James Harden was a little bit more effective, but you did not have the all-worldly performance. Yet another great scoring performance from KD. Can it be enough in a Game 7? Can the Bucks continue to attack the rim? That's the story, right? I just said it twice in a row. We talked about it Wednesday, and I said to Platt, can Kevin Durant do what he did in Game 5? In game can he do that again at least one more time? Because I think the Nets are going to need an un- unworldly performance, like in Game 5, in order for them to pull out Game 7. I understand they're going to have the home court with them, Highly, highly doubt Kyrie Irving would be playing in this scenario. Like, I don't think that he is physically well enough to even help his team being on the court. Whereas James Harden is, right? Not not 100%, obviously. But the Bucks held on pretty much wire to wire in this one. Came out in the first half, took control. It got a little closer in the third. They would end up keeping their distance down the stretch. Now... There's a t-shirt on the line here, folks, and and what a great bet to have. If you're going to make a bet with someone, bet a chair shot t-shirt, right? ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Tons of great shirts. Christopher Platt's going to owe me one after Saturday evening. Go Bucks, go. But, yeah, it's just been a great series here. You know, classic NBA playoff series. Giannis Antetokounmpo took the ball to the basket last night. And when he does that, he creates open shots for other people. Chris Middleton continues to score the ball well. The Bucs, I think for the first time since Shaq and Kobe, have two players go for 30 and 10 more than once in a series. So put that in the bank for what it's worth, and we'll see in Brooklyn for game 7 Saturday night. Now the Suns do still await the winner of the Jazz and Clippers and boy did the Clippers pull out a big win in game 5. No Kawhi Leonard expected for game 6 as well. Can Paul George continue to carry that team on his back? Mike Conley is questionable and seems the key seems to be, excuse me, the key piece for the Jazz the Jazz are not the only one seed, though, tonight going on the road and trying to stave off elimination in a game six. The 76ers find themselves in that spot as well after losing to Atlanta. So can these teams go on the road and win in a game six? I can tell you such situations, those number one seeds trying to stave off elimination are 18 and 29, so it doesn't bode well. You know, you got to figure the Hawks and Clippers need to take advantage of this while they can big home playoff games with a chance to close out the number 1 seeds. Does Trey Young have it in him? Does Paul George have it in him? Reggie Jackson's going to have to play well for that Clippers team. The supporting cast around Trey Young is going to have to play well for that Hawks team to win, you know? Can Embiid continue to be dominant physically? Can that knee continue to hold up? Right? Can Seth Curry continue to be that second scoring option because we know Ben Simmons is not your secondary option. When it comes to scoring, he's in there to move the ball around and play great defense. That's what Ben Simmons does. Push the envelope on the break, set up the offense, make some nice passes, and bust his butt on defense. So we'll see what happens for Philadelphia and the Utah Jazz. Like I said, Kawhi Leonard out for the Clippers. The Clippers are 0-8 in games in which they're trying to close out the conference finals. To, to go to the conference finals. Never, never been, right? 0-8 in such games. We'll see what happens. They've been in the conference finals, but they're 0-8 in closeout games. We'll see. I, 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 it's hard to pick. We we definitely thought it was going to be the other way around, right? We thought the Hawks and Clippers were going to be coming home. You know, the Clippers without Kawhi. The Hawks a younger team, but they go in and, and they win in Philadelphia. So, like I said, as June heats up, so do the NBA playoffs. Two more great game sixes tonight. A game seven on Saturday for the Bucks in brooklyn i told you seven nba head coaching vacancies now rick carlisle out in dallas boy luca wants them out they go baby i mean that necessarily may not be the direct way of putting it but bottom line is if your star player doesn't want someone around they're probably going to go rick carlisle came out and said it was his own fruition It's hard to believe you walk away from a job like that after 13 years. 555 wins and 478 losses and an NBA championship for Rick Carlisle in his time in Dallas. Let's run them down. The Portland Trailblazers, now the Dallas Mavericks, Indiana Pacers, Orlando Magic, New Orleans Pelicans, Boston Celtics, and Washington Wizards all with head coaching vacancies. That's going to be plenty of new coaching blood, I would hope. Let's not go through the same retreads we do, right? We don't, let, let's get some of these new, younger, up-and-coming people that have been on stabs in the NBA that haven't gotten their chance to coach a head, be a head coach in the NBA. That's the kind of people that I want to see getting these jobs, getting a chance to go in and try and maybe change the culture a little bit. All those teams I mentioned, they have good players on them, right? You got Dame Time in Portland, obviously Luka down in Dallas. The Pacers have a pretty decent roster. They were really just bitten by the injury bug this past season. Orlando Magic got a couple of nice pieces. Obviously, Zion is in New Orleans. The Celtics with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And, of course, the Washington Wizards, Bradley Beal can score it. And, you know, Russell Westbrook is a walking triple-double. So the cupboards aren't completely bare in these situations. So it seems like it would be pretty good jobs to be taking over as an NBA head coach. Folks, i got a few more things to talk about today. I hope you're enjoying Shot Radio. Everything ShareShot Radio Network. Five days a week. Mondays, you know you got Patrick O'Dowd and Dave Ungard. For right now, they're, they're focusing in on that NHL playoff. So if you're dying to see whether or not the Tampa Bay Lightning can win it in back-to-back seasons, tune in Monday mornings to Chair Shot Radio. Tuesdays, you're going to get me or Greg Demarco. We're going to flip-flop back and forth. Maybe one of us has a bug up our ass one week and we want to take it over. We will. You might get an old interview or two from each of us as well. So it's just kind of a a potluck day for you on Tuesdays, myself or Greg DeMarco. Wednesdays, you're going to get Greg DeMarco. Greg does a great job by himself. Once in a while, he'll bring in Miranda Morales or Patrick O'Dowd. Thursdays, you know you got all the head trauma you need. Big Mag's Darren Kirkby cross the pond, him and Ray Cash. And a shout-out to everybody that's really been trying to enjoy EuroCup. Mags, Matt, and Tanner do a great job, Radio Techers. They give you a little secondary audio coverage. Check out Radio Techers. I know you can find that um, link by going and visiting Mags at Twitter. He should have that up there for you. At Dej Kirkby. I also shout out a retweet. They're going to be covering a uh, three games. You got the big England Scotland match today. All right, we'll be right back, folks. Let's take a quick commercial break. And I appreciate you all listening to Chair Shot Radio this Friday morning.
0: Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Promotional consideration paid for by the following.
1: Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to AngryLemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code ChairShot to save 10%. That's AngryLemonade.net. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back, ChairShot Radio on a Friday morning here, presented to you by TheChairShot.com, where we encourage you to enjoy your day the ChairShot way by always using your head. Chairshot Radio Network as well. You know you can find it all over all your favorite streaming platforms. And make sure you're going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the Shot. Sports Entertainment and Sports Entertainment. We got you covered. We got you covered on all them bases, right? I mean, you got Three Man Weave, you got Bandwagon Nerds, a, a plethora of, of <laughs> a plethora of wrestling podcasts, to say the least. So make sure you're getting in there. Diving deep and listening to ChairShot Radio Network. I put it up the other day. You know, it's yard work season. I haven't had to cut my grass. It's been so darn hot. I have not cut the grass. This will make it now since last week Wednesday, and there's no need to cut it. It's supposed to get a little bit of rain later tonight, maybe into Sunday as well. I'm thinking Monday I'll go out there and check it out. I've got a few brown spots out there. I want to get the rest of it growing a little bit. But like I say, as June has continued to heat up, so did the NBA playoffs. We had you covered there. Bucks win last night. Tonight, two big game sixes, number one seeds trying to survive on the road. Philadelphia 76ers head to Atlanta, followed by the Utah Jazz going and facing the Los Angeles Clippers. Seven head coaching vacancies now. Rick Carlisle out in Dallas. Now, the last thing I wanted to get to today was the 121st United States Open being played Down near San Diego at Torrey Pines on the south course, of course. There are two courses there. Playing the south course, the the tougher of the two. They do hold the, the, uh, uh, what is it, the Farmers Insurance Open is definitely there every year. And they play there where you play the first two rounds. You play the north course and the south course, and then the south course on the weekend. No north course when it's concerned for the U.S. Open. Russell Henley, your leader, coming out and shooting a 4-under-67. Very solid day for Henley. One, two bogeys on the scorecard, but six birdies. So I don't believe there were more than six birdies made by anybody else in this round. Louis Oosthuizen, five birdies and a bogey, has him also tied. He is currently on 17. Not everybody finished round one. 90-plus minute fog delay. So very interesting. You head into work and they're like, nope, don't punch in yet. We got to wait for this fog to go. But when it lifted... Some of the players that came out early did benefit. The greens were a little softer in the morning. I do expect them to continue to harden up. The rough is very thick there. Saw so a lot of guys getting into trouble off the tee, and all they could do with a buried lie in that five, five-and-a-half-inch rough was just scrape a sand wedge through and, and get it rolling down the fairway. So definitely a key is going to be hitting the ball in play in the fairway. Rafi cabrera Bayo, Francesco Molinari one back at minus three. Shout out to the Molinari's. Eduardo Molinari won one under 70 as well. So the Mar- Molinari brothers both under par in the first round. John Rahm and Brooks Kepka both shoot a 69. Very, very good opening rounds for two of the favorites here this weekend. They both look good doing it as well. Right? If you can just avoid trouble, uh, the double bogeys on this course. Get out there, make a few birdies. I, I can see as this this firms up, I could see maybe only five or six under being the winning score this weekend. I know everybody was looking forward to Phil Mickelson. Can he complete the career Grand Slam? Six majors in all, six second-place finishes at the U.S. Open. Never won that U.S. Open, his last Grand Slam major. He needs to win. Not a great start for Filibuster. Five bogeys, only one birdie on 17, par for a 17th, and he is plus four after a 75. If he comes out with another round of 75, he's in danger of missing this cut. I can tell you that. Right now, the way it looks, he's going to have to move up 25-plus spots, as it is, to make this cut. But a tough course, a tough weekend that's going to be had. But a lot of good names at the top, like I said. Let's recap that for you. Russell Henley and Louis Oosthuizen, both at minus 4. Oosthuizen still has to finish the last two holes because of the fog delay. cabrera Bayo, Francisco Molinari at minus 3. And a very solid group of players that include Xander Schauffele, Hideki Matsuyama, Brooks Kepka and John Rahm at minus two. All in all, right now, there are 23 players under par, which is is pretty darn interesting. We'll see if that number continues to shrink as the weekend goes on. That's the 121st U.S. Open. You can get extra coverage on Peacock. Otherwise, it's on the Golf Channel and NBC all weekend. Now, if you're not into golf and it's a little boring for you, I got to show. I got to compromise. What if we took miniature golf? And combined it with the show Wipeout. You know what you get? You get, holy moly, an awesome made for TV mini golf tournament where the holes also involve some physicality i.e. the show wipeout if you ever seen that one check it out steph curry is definitely involved here as an executive producer does a great job with the show its announcers joe tessitore and rob riggle are hilarious they're gonna do they just started their third season i believe last night at least it's on my dvr this morning so that's what i'm assuming holy moly 3d in 2d what a name (laughs) Check it out, folks. From young to old, whether you're a golfer or not, it's a good time. It's a very funny show. Check it out. That's Holy Moly on ABC. Can't wait to dive into that this weekend as well. That's what I got for you today, folks. Make sure you're checking out Game 6's tonight in the NBA. Them road number one seeds trying to stay alive. We got U.S. Open coverage all weekend on Peacock and NBC. And tune in Monday morning. Patrick O'Dowd and Dave Ungar will have you covered with the NHL as the Tampa Bay Lightning are looking for back-to-back Stanley Cup championships. I had a good time. Welcome to the pre Have a great day. Enjoy it the chair shot way by using your head. I'm PC Tunney. You can follow me at PC Tunney on Facebook and Twitter. Sports Entertainment and Sports Entertainment. Chair Shot Radio Network, we got you covered. Have a great weekend.